0: Hey, Tim. Hey, Ash. Welcome back to Breaking the Fourth Wall.
1: Where we engage in stimulating conversations about ways that we can promote positive change in musical theater.
0: And we all definitely need some positivity right now. We are hanging in there with you out there, folks. We're gonna get to this together.
1: We are staying positive and strong, and we are ready to bring you a new episode of Breaking the Fourth Wall.
0: Tim, what puzzler do you have for us?
1: What original Broadway cast was inspired to create Broadway Cares, Equity Fights AIDS.
0: Good question. Especially right now with the recent performance that they streamed to raise money this past
1: week. And it raised a tremendous amount of money to help uh, bring artists out of this cloud that we are in right now. So uh, obviously Broadway uh, Cares, Equity Fights AIDS has been fighting that battle. And we'll talk a little bit more about it at the end of this episode. So what's in the news?
0: So a few things I wanted to mention to everyone. I, of course, just to keep everybody on track with what's being discussed with Broadway and not just Broadway, but other theaters opening. But specifically, there was a article that came out in Broadway World about suspending now. The new date is June 7th for theaters to be suspended and closed. But that is not... Meaning that theaters will be able to open by that date. They're looking at a September or even later reopen and it's been said that once the officials have given the okay, it will take up to six weeks to get everything going again.
1: And they have to put a system in place uh, to make sure they look out for the well-being of our audience, cast, designers, crew, everyone.
0: And I know that there are a lot of folks out there, even us, that have had shows cancel. Mm -hmm. Summer seasons are now being canceled at regional theaters across the country, and though we want to be able to work and be creative, we have to be safe. And so um, we thought what might be helpful is to give you some resources that we have discovered that have really worked for us right now the past month or two. In keeping us creative, not just in musical theater, but in creativity all around. Maybe you want to learn something new. And so we're going to share with you just some of, some news on our end here at <laughs> our house of resources that we are finding really helpful right now. The first one that I wanted to mention was Kate Lumpkin, who's a casting um a casting agent mm-hmm. in New York has started this Facebook page this community called No Marking on Facebook and every single day during the week there is someone that is either giving a presentation or doing a, a yoga class or a dance class or a meditation class or a director speaking about their experience or somebody working on cruise ships, there is someone out there offering free, valuable knowledge. So check that out. I have found it extremely helpful. A lot of friends of mine have already been um, mm-hmm. talking on that on that platform and whatnot. So I I'd highly recommend it for all those artists out there, no matter if you're a performer or a director or whatever side that you are working on. Um, I think Tim you wanted to mention something that you've been <laughs> you've been excited about lately and outside outdoors So
1: with all of my copious free time that I've had on top of all the work I do online uh, I have been getting deep into gardening and cooking uh, specifically cooking Mexican cuisine and one of the um, one of the YouTube channels that I follow it's called my gardener and it uh, This gentleman, he basically just walks you through the do's and don'ts of how to grow and propagate a garden that will be bountiful. And it's not like a massive farm garden that feels unattainable. It's like a garden that's literally in your backyard with a garden box. And so I have found that his tools and tips have been really beneficial. Uh, Ashley and I have been growing a ton of new herbs and vegetables. Uh, One of the most exciting things is that for the first time ever, we're growing sweet corn in our backyard. And our little baby corns are about, what, 10? inches high mm-hmm. and I've just been watching them every day watching them grow a little bit more and they're getting close to actually planting into the ground and with my gardener's help on YouTube uh, I've been able to successfully uh, grow corn here in Southern California which can prove to be challenging in this environment so uh, it's been really exciting Ashley and I spent a lot of time in the garden together.
0: Also you've been cooking up a storm and I, I know that you're following
1: <laughs> uh, Claudia Regalado who uh, has taught me how to uh, make the best mole enchiladas, which we just had uh, <laughs> twice. I actually got Ashley into mole, and I never thought that would happen. Uh, and also tortillas de harina, which uh, I never knew how to make. My grandmother used to make them when I was a kid. I used to watch her roll them on the roll with a rolling pin uh, in the kitchen at her house, and I always wanted to make them. So now I know how to make them from scratch.
0: And thanks to YouTube, you have that access that's right um i have been also watching a few folks on youtube um vanessa uh, her last name is Mm lau i believe it's pronounced lau Lau. Mm -hmm. and then also sunny i believe her last name is lena lena And I've been watching both of these ladies who are entrepreneurs and who are also content creators, not just on YouTube, but across all platforms who also teach online classes. Mm -hmm. And it's been really inspiring to me because I am really interested in learning how to create online content, not just for college classes, which we, you and I do right now, all of our college classes are Mm -hmm. being taught online, but outside that platform as well. So there are so many folks out there that are doing other jobs or other entrepreneurial aspects right now Mm -hmm. and we always talk about the positive change that we want to see in musical theater specifically because that's our that's our thing and so what i wanted to dive into today for our topic was this idea of online content As not only an educator and teacher, but as someone that's on the other side as well as a student Mm -hmm. and someone that wants to learn. And that really is what YouTube is. I mean, I've been doing Canvas tutorials for all of the (laughs) folks out there that are teachers trying to jump online very quickly. But I wanted to talk about online teaching on both sides Mm -hmm. and online learning as well.
1: Yes, really important conversation to have because now that most of students in America and professors and educators K-12 through are now online and many of them, a large percentage of them have never actually experienced the world of online teaching. And so I know you and I have both been helping our colleagues and helping many out there either through your platform on YouTube or me literally having webinars with my colleagues in fine arts on how to make the transition. It has been an interesting challenge, but we're starting to make sense of this process. And I guess we just want to share some ideas that we have as uh, seasoned online educators about this process.
0: And then on the other side, too, I've been hearing from a lot of students. I Not only do we have experience from our students in our college courses, but I also teach. I have my own studio where I do one-to-one coaching and, co- and consulting with folks that are artists and specifically mm-hmm. those in musical theater. And so having that being completely online now, I have learned a lot from folks that are on the other end right now as students Mm -hmm. or clients that have had a lot of challenges.
1: Either technically or with with their equipment or... or... And
0: and how to learn performance-based knowledge online with either Zoom or with some type of discussion board. How how do you make that face-to-face jump from being able to coach someone and, and critique them with their singing and help them and assist them physically when you can't be there in person?
1: Right. And, and I think it's to open up this conversation, I think it's really important to talk briefly about what online teaching is, because I think many people confuse online teaching is basically setting up a zoom account and then requiring all of your students to show up and teach lessons. You know, we're, and in a hurry we've been very supportive of this because you know many teachers found that you know zoom was the easiest and quickest way to have what we call regular effective contact with our students are we seeing their faces or hearing their voices but there are so many other tools that you can use outside of just zoom don't get me wrong zoom is an important tool to have in teaching online but we can use so many other things to help us maintain effective contact with our students take for example uh, i know many colleges around the country use specific platforms for online teaching this has been the case ever since online teaching started whether you were using blackboard or you were using canvas which are probably the two most commonly used platforms uh, in the united states i know we specifically use canvas uh at our institutions yes and uh there are A tremendous amount of tools that you can access and use and third-party apps that are connected within Canvas that can actually help support the students and help support the instructor to be more effective at communicating the uh, the material that needs to be that needs to be discussed
0: I know that you use one specific uh, program for your performance based classes and that is called
1: it's called go react now we're all moving into self-tapes. And the first thing we all have to do, as especially as performing arts educators, is teach our students how to create a self-tape. So we get through that process. Now they need to actually upload their self-tapes, but we all wanna ha- be able to make this self-tape readily available for the entire class To offer feedback to each other because that is a regular part of what we do as performing arts instructors.
0: So this is very similar to if you were in the classroom with other folks and they were performing and then you would coach or give them feedback.
1: Exactly. We're just
0: making it online now.
1: Exactly. So what the student does is through Canvas, they can actually post uh, their self-tape onto go react app which is inside canvas and you the instructor can actually make a setting where all of the students can view each other's self tapes and what's even better is while they're viewing the self tape they can actually type their comments on a sidebar and in real time they can either do a video comment or an audio comment or a text comment and the students uh, can go back and view their self tape as well as viewing the uh the notes from their peers what we do is we ha- I, I make the students submit them a day or two prior to the actual um, class meeting time on Zoom, and instead of having them perform on Zoom, I've empowered them to create the self-tape, utilize the time they need to create the best version of themselves online, upload it to GoReact, have all of their peers submit Uh, feedback to them, and then we have a group discussion about each other's self-tapes. I have found that that has been one of the most effective means by which to um, bolster the confidence of the students, because they can be very self-aware when they have to sing into a webcam, and it gives them the time and the the emotional space to prepare a quality self-tape.
0: Yes. What I've been doing in my classes is I've been having them record their self tapes and mm-hmm. then they show that they share their screen yeah. and show that for our our Zoom meeting where we can have again have a discussion and have due feedback. I I know that. Go ahead.
1: Sorry. One thing that I've found too with GoReact uh, that's been really especially helpful is having the student upload their video onto YouTube first. Yes. So that if absolutely, they, if they if say you're in the chat for Zoom. And you can have them post their link, their YouTube link, in the chat so everyone can click it and view it uh, on their end.
0: Absolutely. Using YouTube is, I believe, the best bet no matter what self-tape you're doing, whether you're submitting it to something, a class, an audition, anything, because you don't have to use any of your space. You don't have to Dropbox it. You don't have to use anybody else's personal space. So I would highly suggest that as well. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, what I've discovered in my classes is because we are – having to make this mid-semester, mid-quarter jump Mm -hmm. to on to online teaching, a lot of folks out there are having to take their class and they're just putting it up on Zoom. And we just want to remind everybody out there that an online class, even for musical theater, it really should not be synchronous
1: that's correct uh you know this idea of asynchronous learning versus synchronous learning synchronous learning refers to basically that you are teaching the student and they are responding to you in real time in whatever fashion whether that is a lecture class or that is a performance-based class that is actually creating if you're requiring synchronous education it's actually creating what i call an inequitable environment learning environment for the students we can't identify where each and every student lives in terms of their means to have the proper technology or uh, equipment to, to perform based on the instructor's standards. And so we want to avoid as instructors, we want to make sure that we are creating as equitable an environment for our students' learning as possible. So if you can find ways to create asynchronous learning, which means creating self-tapes ahead of time, that gives them the time and the space to, uh, to prepare.
0: Yes, and that is really—I mean—that's how we teach online classes. Mm-hmm. No matter if it's lecture-based or performance-based, there is not a meeting time. There is not through the through college. Now, if I'm doing my online my coaching with my students separate, that that's something I I discuss and set up separately with every student. Mm-hmm. If I'm doing my one-on-one coachings online, I am going to use Zoom and different types of teaching methods so I can coach them. Um, virtually but what i've discovered and this is going now to the other side as as students and not only a student but a client is that not everyone is comfortable mm-hmm. in where they're living right now not everyone is going to want to allow people to see where they're living or they may not have internet access or a laptop they or may a be laptop. doing this whole,
1: whole experience from their on their their cell phone
0: and you know what there are a lot of folks out there that are struggling right now because they don't have any income what if they can't pay their cell phone bill what if they so I, I really think from a student's perspective is to really be kind And forgiving and to understand that there are a lot of things that they are not going to say to us.
1: Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Because they're for fear of of disappointing us as instructors.
0: Absolutely. And also that I have students right now that just say, you know what? I, I know we have a session right now. I don't feel... Good. I don't feel like I don't mm-hmm. feel like singing right now and I say no problem What else can we spend this time doing? Do we just need to talk about maybe going over your website? Do you want to talk about a song the next a song to choose for the next unit that just we're just to keep on? their
1: heads Creative in some capacity
0: what I've also discovered is that sometimes in class for performance-based classes sometimes it's very helpful right now to just have a discussion about, okay, well now our next unit is going to be Sondheim. So let's take the next week to dive into some musicals about Sondheim that you like, discover roles that you like, and pick a song. And whether we end up working on it now or not, you've got a song in your book that's really right for you. Mm -hmm. Sometimes that is more helpful right now than the actual process of singing and standing up and, and being on video in a room where they may be staying with four people or a family and they can't find a quiet space. I
1: can't tell you how many times I've heard from my students, oh, you know, I had to record only between this window because my family was working or my dad was working uh, next door to me, so I had to find a space. So I had to minimize the volume or presence of my sound or I had to do it in the garage, which has no internet service. They're dealing with so many different things. We have to be careful also as instructors to just burden the students with all of this content that they're required to do. Excessive amount of papers that didn't exist before when they were actually in the face-to-face learning environment we, we have to remember right now that everyone needs emotional space right now both the instructors and the students
0: absolutely
1: and What I had done was I had taken my students are actually doing a little bit less than they would be doing in the classroom right now but we are still producing quality work and that's right now at this stage of the game, all I can ask for. Yes. If I can pump out four quality self tapes from four different genres of musical theater,
0: that's amazing.
1: That I think I think that's incredible within the span of a couple weeks.
0: Yes, I still have students doing the same thing. I know we follow a very similar curriculum that we've been worked on together, mm-hmm. and and it's really exciting to be able at home every day to say, okay, we're working on Sondheim unit now. We're working on mega yeah. musical unit. What what's new songs did your students discover that you know we could share with each other and, and suggest for another student and I I think sometimes I have gotten into class with students and they don't feel like singing they don't feel like acting they don't want to do any of those exercises that we normally do about subtext right. but they want to talk yep. they want to say hey I've discovered this really awesome musical called Mac and Mabel that I never <laughs> knew about can we, can we talk a little about it or you know I have questions about self-tapes if you're not learning self-tapes in your class and so I think it's just being flexible and being able to also say as teachers that we don't have to push the idea of work more, work more, work more. What can we do for them right now? That Ultimately, they can...
1: that's going to create more work for the instructor as Absolutely. well. Yes. And remembering that the instructor is equally going through, if not sometimes more, what the students are going through. Yes. You know, especially oh if gosh. they have children and are homeschooling their children right now yes. and have to prepare all these things at home outside of the actual digital classroom space. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a unique time. I uh, also, um, Something I think we were really smart to do at the very onset of this whole experience was we got our students in a chat on Zoom and we started asking them, what can we do and what, what do you want to get out of this experience?
0: Yes, and how can we make it accessible for everybody? How are you feeling? What can mm-hmm. we do together as a community to support each other? But still that you feel like this is valuable to you. I always say that you need to have a mentor older than you and a mentor younger than you. <laughs> and you need to ask your students questions because yeah. they often will have really amazing feedback that you will learn from and to not feel like there's anything wrong with that. Not feel like asking your students, what, how can I help?
1: I think it's also important to get into the headspace of our students and constantly understand what they're going through and what they're thinking right now, because often they're afraid to say what they want to say to their instructor for fear of letting them down.
0: Yes, or backlash, or there's a lot of that happening right now. They're they're just scared. And mm-hmm. so, you know, be open with your students. Ask them questions or even your clients. I ask my, every time I get on a coaching session with a student, I, I, I say, what, what goals mm-hmm. do we want to set for this 30 minutes or this 60 minutes what do we want to accomplish and how can i facilitate that
1: and i also know that at the very end of our our discussions as a class we we both ask one thing we ask for each student to ask what they are grateful for so we are ending on some kind of positive energy give your zoom chat rooms or your zoom conversations some kind of positive energy and positive closure
0: sure yeah if you choose to use zoom and if you if you don't find a way to do that you know, in your discussions or in your weekly announcements. Mm -hmm. Keeping everybody grateful for what we do have and then also being able to say, you know, hey, this doesn't serve us. We're not going to go down this path now. We're going to, what do you need? How can I help you right now? How can I serve you right now?
1: And with that, let's go back to some positive energy and let's talk about our puzzler. Great. So the question was, what original Broadway musical cast was inspired to create Broadway Cares Equity Fights AIDS?
0: And the answer is... Fall.
1: You know, we, we are both proud of this organization. Uh, as a union member, I am exceptionally proud. Every time we go to New York City and we see that red bucket, we drop whatever we can uh, at the end of the show. Uh, but it's, it's a really important organization that supports Broadway performers, and we just want to give a shout-out to Broadway Cares.
0: And if there's anything that you can do out there to help anybody, even if it has nothing to do with money... If you can just give a phone call to someone, if you can offer any assistance that just might help make someone's day a little bit brighter right now, you know, take that step. And and we hope that this podcast makes your day a little bit brighter as well.
1: And we'll be coming back with more positive energy and have a wonderful week, everybody, and stay safe.